Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is Four Spiritual Reasons We Are Tired. <laughs> Four Spiritual Reasons We Are Tired. All of us, you know, want to have more energy. All of us want to have greater strength in what we are doing. So let's just get right into this today. Reason number one why we might be tired is we have a religious perfectionistic mindset. You know, the, the religious mindset, two, two beliefs of the religious mindset is number one is that we are not measuring up. And number two is God is angry at us. And that puts us in a place of joylessness. I teach on joy and uh, I'll talk about Romans 14, 17, where it says the kingdom of God is not about meat and drink, but about righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. And joy is one third of the kingdom. And, and I don't believe that, you know, we can be passive about uh, joy. You know, it's like righteousness, peace, and joy. Sometimes we'll say, hey, I don't have the right personality to be joyful. Well, what if we said we don't have the right personality to be righteous? <laughs> you see, that's ridiculous. But joy is one-third of the kingdom. And I was thinking, wow, first half of my Christian life, I heard very few messages on joy. And, and I have a theory on why that is. Because under a religious mindset, it's impossible to be joyful. Because if, we jo- if we're joyful, we're not understanding things. <laughs> if we'd understand things, we'd understand God is just about out enough of us. He, he's so frustrated and disappointed with us, he's about ready to implode. <laughs> you know, because religion only celebrates perfection, only celebrates and becomes joyful with perfection, but families celebrate and become joyful with progress. And if we don't have joy, then we're not going to have strength and we're going to be tired. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength. And so we just say no to the religious perfectionistic mindset that is can never be happy, can never celebrate ourselves, has difficulty celebrating other people, is always seeing what's wrong with people, always seeing what's wrong with us, always uh, you know, focusing on what's not right yet, rather than relaxing and, and celebrating what is right. Number two reason, spiritual reason we might be tired is that we talk frequently about how tired we are. You know, whatever we talk a lot about, we're going to see more of. If, we, if we're just constantly saying, I'm so tired. Oh man, I'm just tired again. I just, oh... I'm, I'm just really tired today. And I'm not saying to deny if we're tired. And there's times we're going to need to say, you know what? I'm, I'm feeling very tired. But if we're in the habit of constantly talking about how tired we are, I want to tell you that's going to be a reason we're going to be tired. James 3 says our words are like a bit in a horse's mouth and a rudder on a ship. Whatever we talk a lot about, we get directed towards in our life. You know, I used to talk a lot about being attacked by the devil. I said, every time I move forward in God, I get attacked by the devil. Well, 
I actually didn't understand that that I was having faith for spiritual attack. And, you know, there's enough challenges in life anyway, let alone having faith to be attacked by the devil. <laughs> and it's really the same thing with tiredness. And, you know, when we give ourselves, I, I, I am tired, I am so tired, you know, as we give ourselves an identity as a tired person, well, then that also compounds our lives and directs us towards more tiredness. We have more faith for tiredness. Faith comes by hearing, I'm so tired. The stronghold that we're the tired one becomes even, even greater. And so I say to you, if that's a habit that you have, just, just do an experiment and start cutting that out. And why don't you say the opposite of that? Say, man, God's restoring my youth like the eagles. God, God's strengthening me. He's strengthening uh, giving me energy today, supernatural energy and grace. Reason number three, spiritual reason why we might be tired is we're not activating our faith in what we are doing. It's, someone asked me today, how, how do you get rest? And I, I talked, you know, certainly about boundaries, about, you know, I take naps on, on trips, that, you know, that I do and, you know, just... Uh, learning to yeah, say no and taking days off and et cetera. But I said this as well. I said a lot, of, a lot of the reasons we're tired is not because of what we're doing. And it's not just because we're busy, but it's what we're believing while we're doing what we're doing. You know, if we don't activate our faith in what we're doing and we're doing what we're doing out of obligation or duty, then that in itself is tiresome. And I know this is this can be very similar to the perfectionistic religious mindset, but I wanted to talk about it by itself. Now, a few weeks ago on this podcast from McNighting Ministries, I, I shared on 2 Corinthians 9-7, I talked about God loves a cheerful decider. And it says, each one must give as he has decided in his heart not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And I talked about how this is not just a, a passage about giving, it's a principle about life. God loves a cheerful decider. And I believe cheerfulness is the fruit of us attaching faith to what we've decided to do, to our decisions, to our choices, to, to what we're doing. Faithfulness is not just showing up, it's, it's how we think when we show up. So a lot of our tiredness is due to the fact that we're doing what we're doing without faith. And I don't, I don't care if it's uh, just getting up in the morning. And I, when I wake up in the morning, pretty much every morning, I, I, I try to say, this is a great day. Because the moment I say that, great things are going to happen today. I start attaching faith to the day. I start getting energy for the day. It's actually better than coffee. <laughs> and then, you know, as we think about things that, upcoming, just that's why declarations are so powerful. There's so many benefits to declarations. But when we start declaring over what we're going to be doing, you know, you can take your schedule for tomorrow. And then when you declare over each part, Thank you, Lord, that's going to be a powerful meeting. Thank you that I'm going to have great family time. Thank you that uh, when I go golfing, 
It's going to be restful. I'm going to, I'm going to have divine connection with you and others. Thank you, Father. It energizes us when we, when we do what we do in faith rather than out of duty or obligation. And then number four is this, is that we're not in a culture of encouragement. We're not in a culture of encouragement. I minister to many leadership teams and, and even I've been on, obviously I'm on my own. And, you know, but when I, when I hear of a leadership team being tired, I, I can ask the question, I'll say, hey, how much are you encouraging each other? And usually it's, there is not a lot of encouragement. Because where there's not a lot of encouragement, there's tiredness. Where there is a lot of encouragement, there's energy. And the gift of encouragement is one of the greatest things to do to create energy around us, to help people not feel tired. Now, certainly we can encourage ourselves, and I believe, you know, what I said of attaching faith to our decisions, that that gives us energy. So the opposite is, is true, you know, to ourselves. But when we encourage others, and I just say this, you know, if you're a leader and you have a group of people that you're leading, find ways to specifically encourage them. We, on leadership teams that I would have, and we still do it now, I'll take a trip with three or four students. We'll end the trip and we'll take turns saying what we appreciate about each one of them. And I mean, there's people pulling their phones out. They're recording that uh, because it, it isn't as common as it should be. And so when people start being appreciated and thanked specifically, there is powerful energy that's released. So if you have a, a team, take time. Put them on the hot seat. The hot seat is, you know, we're going to tell Sue what we appreciate about her. We're going to, everybody, just, just say one thing you appreciate about Sue. I'll tell you this, that alone can change a whole organization and can energize and give purpose for people. Wow, love this. For spiritual reasons, we are tired. Number one, we have a religious perfectionistic mindset. Boo. We talk frequently about how tired we are. Boo. We are not activating our faith in what we are doing. Boo. And we are not in a culture of encouragement. By the way, if you are not in a culture of encouragement and you're not able to set that and you're, you know, just then that's why you listen to Igniting Hope. That's why you listen to people like Joel Osteen. That's why, because you can get encouragement from other people. And we are committed to doing that. You know, there's a lot of other things that we could say about this topic you know, one thing we could say is, you know, just honoring the Sabbath principle. I don't think the Sabbath is a legalistic day that we, you know, need to observe. But I think it's a principle of life, of setting time aside from our normal work, of breaking away from having hobbies, recreation, all of that. That is such a help. Well, wow, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. If these podcasts are blessing you or this one specifically, why don't you tell somebody about it? Why don't you spread the word about Igniting Hope? Because we believe that we're here to change the world and this message of hope is a big part of what God's doing right now. And 
we are here to ignite your hope and, and there's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. If something's going to change, somebody has hope. I believe after love, hope is the most powerful leadership, influential quality there is. And remember this, we've already said it, but the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need joy at the end of the battle. We need joy in the middle of the battle. And pretty much for everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. <laughs> joy in a more convenient season, I will call for you. But I say this, we need joy now. We need joy now. And so activate it, stir it up. Hey, April 23rd through 25th, 2020, Wendy and I, my wife Wendy and I, are doing an Abounding Hope and Joy conference here in Reading. That's going to be, uh, details of that are going to be available on our website very soon. And then at the end of February, we're doing our annual Negativity and po Negativity Fast Positivity Feast. That is just such a great event. Hey, you might... Think about doing that with a group of people. We've got three levels that you can do that on. And that, uh, just set the days aside. It starts with Lent. Um, I believe it's February 26th. That that's going to be starting 2020. Just a great thing. A 40-day renewing the mind school is what it is. Hey, God bless you. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. This is Steve Backlund from Igniting Hope Ministries. We look forward to having you with us again. God bless. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.